Welcome to From Chaos to Peace with Connie. My name is Connie Graf and I am your host. I'm here to explore with you, often solo and sometimes with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think and why I say that clearing your clutter is self-love. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 166. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. Well, I'm still here in Switzerland on my vacation. It's a great opportunity to republish another of my successful episodes from the past. Being in Switzerland makes me sometimes very, very sentimental and aware of how much I have given up when I decided to move to Canada. Of course, I've also gained a lot by doing so, but nevertheless, I have left behind a lot and that makes me sentimental. Now, sentimental doesn't mean I regret it. This reminded me of a great episode I did back in October 2020, and that was episode 37 called Can You Be Sentimental and Still Live Clutter-Free? In this episode, I'm actually talking about how I had to let go of my beloved apartment when I went on a six-month-long trip to Canada that eventually led me to moving there full-time. I talk about how regret can go both ways when we do something or let go of something or when we don't. I also talk about how regretting something is not the same as being sentimental and how we can be sentimental and not regret something. (laughs) So better listen to it to know what I mean. I hope you enjoy this rewind episode. And as always, share your insights with me either by commenting on my post on Instagram or LinkedIn or by sending me an email. You will find all the links in the show notes and the show notes you find as always on my website at conigraph.com forward slash podcast forward slash the episode number. Okay, without further ado, let's jump into this episode about regretting or being sentimental. I want to talk about being sentimental and the worry of regret when decluttering because that came up in my survey and why a lot of you struggle with decluttering. This is the cycle of life from seed to growth to bloom to bear fruit and then to die from spring to summer to fall and then winter. Nature does it like what seems effortless. She just surrenders to the cycle. But a lot of us humans, (laughs) me included, we're struggling with letting go, whether it's in fall or any other time of the year. But this cycle of life would be present in our everyday life as well. We acquire something, we use it, and then it's time to let it go. Or we are supposed to let it go. That in order to stay in the flow of the cycle and to invite new things and events into our life. Just imagine nature would refuse to let go in fall. (laughs) We wouldn't have spring ever again, the season so many of us love so much. But of course, there's a lot that trips us up, including me. 
and one of them are our emotional attachments to things and events. For example, as I mentioned before, in my survey about why you can't let go of your clothes clutter, over 40% said because of fear of regret, and over 25% of you said for sentimental reasons. And hey, I totally get it, because if someone is sentimental around here, then it's me. I put a lot of meaning in a lot of things and experiences, and I do have a hard time of letting go. And at the same time, it seems that I came to this life to learn to let go, as I have to do that a lot. And maybe that's why I'm qualified to talk about it and help you with it. As a little side note, I'm taking an astrology course right now, and in that course, I got the following affirmation for my North Node in Aries. My soul is a warrior who activates stuck energy. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? I was shocked. That's what I'm talking about a lot. That clutter keeps us stuck. So it looks like I'm here to activate stuck energy in my own life and in yours. (laughs) All while I'm really not that good with goodbyes either because I'm very sentimental. But when we have goals in life and we want to achieve certain things, the only way we can move forward is often by letting go of the old. I'll give you an example from my own life. When I wanted to go on a six months long trip to Canada back in 2003, I was looking for someone who would take over my apartment for that time and look after my two kitties. But no matter what I did, I could not find anyone. I couldn't understand why I lived in a cute little place with a beautiful garden in a quiet and safe neighborhood and the rent was really reasonable. But no one was interested to take over my lease for six months and I couldn't pay both the rent and to go travel. So I had to make a decision. I remember the day that I realized and understood I had to give up the apartment if I wanted to go on this trip. I came home from talking with a spiritual advisor and she told me too that in order to go and do what I wanted to do, do what I needed to do, I had to let go of this apartment. I felt that the price for what I wanted to do was very high. To let go of this apartment was letting go of the sanctuary that I had for the last three years, the place I had been living and recovering from a rough patch in my life. It had been my safe haven. With a really heavy heart, I moved out. I decluttered a lot and the rest of my belongings I was able to put in the attic of my mother's house. I found a place for the cats to go for the next six months. I couldn't go as far as giving them away, but I found a place for them to be until I would be back. All that was hard, very hard. And it was a big deal to give up this place, but it was also freeing. Am I still sentimental about this? Yes, of course. I left part of my heart there at that house. Do I regret that I gave it up? No. It was still the right thing to do, the right move to take, whether I'm sentimental about it or not. According to Wikipedia, regret is the emotion of wishing one had made a different decision in the past because the consequences of the decision were unfavorable. And a lot of people are scared to give up smaller things than an apartment, for example. They worry they will regret it if they give away that sweater or that blouse, despite the fact that they haven't worn the item in months, sometimes years. 
Still, they're very scared of regret. But honestly, what's the worst that can happen? What unfavorable thing could really happen if you give away that sweater? My coach, Brooke Castillo, always says, the worst thing that can happen is a feeling and we can process feelings. I wouldn't be where I am now and I wouldn't have lived the life I did if I had decided to not let go of the apartment and not follow my dream and goal to travel for six months. Now, this was a big decision to let go of my home. Maybe that's the reason why I don't have to worry of regret when deciding if I want to keep a sweater, a jacket or another piece of clothing. What's the biggest regret I could have? It's just a piece of clothing. I have more and other things in the closet. That being said, <laughs> being sentimental is a different story. For example, talking about jackets, I have a jacket that I bought on a whale watching trip back in, wait for it, 1997. This jacket is now over 23 years old. I had to put a new zipper in three times already, I believe. The shoulder seam was falling apart and had to be fixed, but I'm not letting it go. It is my favorite jacket. But here's the difference to a lot of you who hang on to sweaters, jackets and other clothes. I'm actually wearing this jacket almost every day. It is my barn jacket, how I call it. It's a fleece jacket that I put on when going out to the horses to feed them. So the jacket is not sitting in a box or in my closet collecting dust. It is in use every single day. And yes, I admit, I'm way too sentimental to let it go. It will most likely be repaired again and again and again. <laughs> when I checked the Cambridge Dictionary for the official definition of sentimental, I was surprised. It sounds quite harsh in my ears. It says... A sentimental person is strongly influenced by emotional feelings, especially about happy memories of past events or relationships with other people, rather than by careful thoughts and judgment based on facts. <laughs> Ouch. What I don't like about this is basically it implies that you're either strongly influenced by emotions or you carefully base your decisions on judgment and facts. <laughs> Nothing in between, which can't be. In my eyes, you can be both. And it's so funny. In this Cambridge Dictionary website, it goes on with this example. Why be sentimental about that old coat? There's no point in keeping it just because you were wearing it when you first met your husband. <laughs> that was the example they gave. <laughs> Again, this sounds really harsh to me. No, I don't suggest you keep every piece of clothing you ever owned. Not at all. Again, it's not all or nothing. It's not this or that. It can be both. We can make the decision to not let it go or letting go despite of sentimental emotions. <laughs> both is possible. Because here is how I see it. Being sentimental after letting it go and regretting it is a difference. Would I regret letting my jacket go? I don't think so. It's just the representation of a great trip and I really don't need an item to remember this great trip. So no, no regret. But would I feel sentimental about it? Yes, for sure. Because this is another clue. I feel sentimental no matter if I have the item, the jacket in this case, that represents this trip, or if I don't have the item. 
I feel sentimental when thinking back to that awesome trip over 23 years ago. Sentimental about how much younger I was back then, how different I was thinking and feeling back then. So what the point is that I want to make, life goes on and if you are the sentimental type, like me, you are sentimental whether you cling on to things or not. And you are sentimental whether you have the item or not. Does that mean I suggest you just throw everything out without any sentiment? No, of course not. But clinging on to things that you don't use and that clutter up your closet, your home and your mind is definitely keeping you stuck and you carry around a lot of heavy baggage. But here is the tricky part. Even things that you love and use can hold you back. Remember my apartment I talked about earlier? It might be that you need to take your emotions into consideration, feel very sentimental about your decision and still let something go. Now, I don't tell anyone they have to let go of something. What I am asking you is to really consider the price you're paying for hanging on to the item and let it clutter up your closet, your home and your life and keeping you stuck. When you feel you might regret giving the item away, also consider that you might one day feel regret for not giving it away, for staying stuck and for not moving forward. Hanging on to this jacket doesn't hold me back, but hanging on to that apartment 17 years ago would have held me back. And maybe today, looking back, I would regret to not have gone on that trip. Just remember, regret can go both ways and you feel sentimental either way. So I suggest you practice with things like clothes and household items to let go of them even when you feel sentimental. So that when you are faced with bigger decisions of letting go, you understand you can't do it wrong, that if you are a sentimental person, you will always feel sentimental no matter what. That doesn't mean it will be easy. These big life decisions really kick our butts. I can sing a song about that for sure, but that's for another episode. Thank you for joining me this week and also for listening all the way to the end. As always, you find the show notes on my website at conigraph.com forward slash podcast forward slash 37. That is conigraph, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 37. Next week, I'll chat with Leanne Blaney, and she is the award-winning author of Balance, also the Ignite Your Life podcast host and a certified bucket list coach. She wants people to live a brave and limitless life and she will inspire you to live your bucket list now and not wait until someday. (laughs) Please subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss this awesome episode. And if you found value in what I was talking about today, please share it with your family and friends because if you found value in it, they will too. Thank you. Have a beautiful and amazing week. See you next time. Take good care. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to conigraph.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com 
to schedule your own personal Clutter to Clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit. That is conigraph.com. C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com.